You're not competing with other people. You're not competing with yourself. You're managing, you know, where you are in your training and what your ability is at the moment. Dizruns Radio, episode 776, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, real quick, before we dive into today's episode, no sponsors, so I'm just going to shout out the little things course. One of those one of those things that uh, I've talked about before, if you're new to the show, basically I put together a, a video course. I don't know how many videos are, are in there, a few dozen. I don't know. I don't know how much time it'll take you to go through all the content, but the fact of the matter is that the little things course is 100% free. Um, there's, there's nothing behind any paywalls. There's, there's nothing that you need to do other than to just sign up for it. And, uh, the, the topics of the course are, are basically all of the, you know, or at least a start of all of the things that we can do beyond running that is going to help us to improve towards our running goals. So, uh, right now the topics that are in the little things course include some diet nutrition discussion slash advice slash things to think about and ways to maybe improve that part of your uh, training style or, or training game. Um, sleeping, how important sleep is for us to improve as runners, to stay healthy as runners and ways to, again, to hopefully help you improve both the quality and or the quantity of sleep that you're getting on a regular basis, cross training, why it's important. What are some things to do for cross training? Um, and, and again, just ideas to make more regular cross training part of your routine. And then last but not least, the fourth pillar of the, the little things course, as it currently stands is dedicated to rehab and recovery, self rehab and recovery. So kind of helping to speed up the recovery process with foam rolling, massage, stretching, things like that to help with the recovery process after hard workouts, hard runs, or races. So if you haven't checked out the little things course yet, all you need to do is point your browser to disruns.com slash little things. Try to make it pretty easy for you. Disruns.com slash little things. Get yourself signed up. Like I said, it's totally free and uh, would love to be able to help you on that front um, and would love to get your feedback after you go through it. So check it out. Disruns.com slash little things. And now let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today I'm saddling up with another one of the uh, ultra red team members uh, who are always full of, of stories and fun and usually make me uh, question why I haven't done more in my running career. We'll, we'll see if that's how things play out again today as well. But uh, today's today's guest is the kind of guy that, uh, if, at least if his social media accounts are, are any indication, and, and also if our uh, pre-interview uh, recording chat here is any indication, is uh, somebody who doesn't take himself too seriously, which is, uh, uh, which is something that I, I like to think of myself as well. And uh, something that I think is going to make for a, a pretty fun and, and who knows where we're going to go with it kind of chat today. So uh, without any further ado, it's a pleasure to be able to welcome Mr. Matt Carell to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Matt. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on, man. It's, uh, I'm pretty excited. Certainly. Looking forward to it. And uh, guys, if you want to 
check out kind of you know Matt's like I said social media. It's it's a it's a good time over on his Instagram page. So check it out uh, on Instagram at Ultra Run Matt. And even though he's an ultra red team guy, it's actually ultra like it should be spelled as far as the the distance or the race or something like that. U L T R A R U N M A T T at Ultra Run Matt on Instagram. Dizruns.com slash 776 is your link to get back to the show notes today. Uh, if, if you're out on the go, can't write something down, you want to get a link of something we talked about today, uh, all of those things will be in the show notes today. Dizruns.com slash 776. So, Matt, the way we always uh, start off each episode of the show is with a very uh, simple question that is, and when I say simple, it's easy for me to ask because it's like literally like five or six words. Uh, when it comes to, to answering it, Sometimes it's a little bit tricky, uh, depending on on your your tastes and your preferences, because there's a lot of good choices out there. But uh, it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race, and why? Ooh, so I've thought about this because you've, you you mentioned that you give us the hey, you know, this is going to be coming up, and so it's a good thing to think about. And so I have a two part answer, I think. Okay. Um, so for me right now, I have a hundred miler in six weeks. So I have, I'm obsessed. I mean, absolutely obsessed. Everybody's like, Oh, are you watching the boys on a prime? Are you watching? No, I'm watching YouTube videos of every hundred mile race, like possible old Angeles crest videos. Uh, I'm, I'm doing Arkansas traveler. So I'm watching, there's only a handful of those videos. Uh, so although I have not completed a hundred mile race, I am completely obsessed. So I will put that as my favorite distance as of right now. Um, but then if I had to play the like safe card of, Hey, what's your favorite distance that you've done? Mm-hmm. The, the 50 mile distance, um, I think is, is, is awesome in, in its own sense. Cause that's like, you know, it's like the mini ultra it's, you know, you've, you've, you know, when I did it, it was uh two loop, two marathon loops. Um, so it was the first time that I had really, you know, I'd done a bunch of 50 Ks, but it was the first time that I had really like took the leap to say, mm-hmm. okay, we're, we're going into some, some deep territory. Um, but it's not so aggressive that you can't uh, digest it, I think, real real easily. So I, I definitely um, love both of those distances, one, because I've completed it, and the other because I'm just obsessed with getting the buckle, I guess. Uh, it's not the buckle so much as the finish, but, I mean, that's just the saying. Um, right. But I also, uh, like, I, I don't know, like, it's not 100% certain that I can do it. You know what I mean? That's the real the real hard thing. And then even if you if you feel like you can complete this 100-miler, I'm, I'm doing a relatively – a moderate hundred miler, 10,000 feet of gain. Um, a lot of service road, a little bit of single track. Uh, but even if you're like, all right, I've aced that one. All you got to do is bump up to, Hey, now, now we're at a a more aggressive race. We're going to go do, you know, this race, or you can take it up to, to really heightened elevation ranges and altitude ranges. Um, so I just think it's got a lot of endless possibilities for you to explore yourself and explore different terrains and distances. Yeah, it's and and you know I, I love how you say you know you do this one and you can always you can always bump it up, but I, I feel like I've talked to enough enough folks that have done hundred milers, several hundred milers, and uh, you know and and this is all relative, of course. I feel like the marathon is the same way. Like like there's easier courses. But there's no such thing as an easy hundred mile. Just like you know, if you're trying to to push yourself on on any distance, you're trying to push yourself hard on a five. Like it's not easy. Like right. there's just there's just easier and there's and there's harder. Um, and sometimes you know you look at look at the course and go well, or look at the elevation profile. And you go, well, that shouldn't be too bad. And then then the weather throws you a curveball, or you have some type of dietary you know digestive thing. And so yeah, it's yeah. it's from what I hear, and I have no experience at all. But from other other than second and third hand, but from what I hear, those those hundred milers are are an adventure to say the least. Yeah, and you know <clears throat> I, I want to go back to like what you just said about like 
because because I'm, I'm a big advocate of like shorter distance races and people being comfortable with the fact that they're just doing and not just doing that's part right. of the one things I always say you're not just doing it but right. those shorter distances I mean I still think my biggest accomplishment was breaking 30 minutes for a 5k I mean mm-hmm. I think that that's like your initial goal in running you're like all right I've, I've done this I finally ran for 30 minutes you know and you do that 36 38 minute 5k and you're just it's it's, it's great to have accomplished it but then once you like really break that barrier you feel like you're on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Like that, that to me is still a great accomplishment. And I, you know, I, I of, of all the, a lot of the races that I've done, you know, I did Leadville marathon this year. Um, and that race sucked. You know, that race was hard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, and it was just a marathon. It was right. actually short of a marathon, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I think all their distances have their challenges based on time of year terrain. You know, I, I did a half marathon when I was in Florida, I was down in, um, a place called Give Kids the World in mm-hmm. Kissimmee, Florida. Right. Uh, was, yeah, and uh, I did a half marathon just inside their facilities. It was one of the hardest half marathons I've ever done because it was just so high. It was like running through the ocean above ground. It was, it was so. Welcome yeah, to my world on a, on a pretty much daily basis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, and it's, especially when I'm talking to you crazy people that run really, really far, I always try to make sure to point out that, you know, because there's a lot of people that listen to the show that are all, all across the spectrum. And it's like, just be, just because, again, just, quote unquote, just, like, you know, just because the half marathon is a big stretch for you right now. We've all been there. We, you know, we've all, we've all, and, and we all still sometimes struggle with those. There's days that I go out and the, and the plan is to run 15 and it's all I can do to get four. You know, and it's just, it's just, that's just the nature of the beast. But, uh, speaking of all being there and and all, you know, you mentioned going back to, you know, the the first time breaking 30 minutes in in the 5k, how did you get your start in in running? Is this something that, uh, is fairly recent or or how'd you come into the sport? All right. You just opened it up. This is, this is my, yeah, this is my, (laughs) my can of worms. Uh, so in 2016, April, uh, my daughter was diagnosed with kidney cancer. And so, getting into all of that and, and kind of opening up that can of worms. It's, it, well, it's basically like your whole life is in a jar and, and all of a sudden overnight they just dump it out and you're just left to kind of just figure out how to operate in a new way. You know, you have all these new things that come in, these new uh, procedures and chemo and radiation and just life changes, financial changes and all this stuff. Um, and there's, there's no real, uh, there's not like a handbook. There's not, there's not a, a way that you can handle it because everybody's situations are different based on, you know, health insurance and, and jobs and, uh, just strength of relationships between, uh, you know, you and your, your loved one or whatever, you know I mean? There's so many, uh, hard things to deal with, with that. And so it, believe, believe it or not, I was, uh, I was driving home from the hospital to just, I don't even know, maybe let the dog out or something. Um, and I, somebody had cut me off and I just got so angry. And I mean, like I was ready to just like <clears throat> go Terminator and just like <laughs> flip out on this person. And so I, you know, I, and I speed up and I, and I look over and it's like an 85 year old woman, you know, like there was no malicious, you know, intent there by her. I mean, it was just my own anger manifesting and, and just bubbling over and really needing an outlet. Um, and so I just started going to the track and this is one of those things where people always say, well, I don't have time for running. Well, so what happened immediately when my daughter got sick was my wife had to quit her job. And so instead of me going to my job and asking them for time off, I went in and asked for more work. And so Mm -hmm. I started working seven days a week to offset my wife not working. And so I was working Monday through Thursday, four tens during the day. And then I would work Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday, a half a day at night. Um, and I was still getting my runs in. And now, mind you, I was only doing 
you know, a walk run program, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the other thing people go out and they go crazy and it's just like you hurt themselves or they don't have the right equipment, you know? And I mean, it's like, it's, it's like bumbling around in the dark. And so I was doing that. And so it was shorter. Um, but I never let up. And the one thing that I found with it was it, it was letting out my aggression, man. When, when I was, Oh, I got to run for an extra two minutes and I, I don't have it in me. You know, I just think about, you know, having to hold my child down to give them medicine mm-hmm. or, you know, reassure them that, Hey, you're about to go in to do something that I know is terrifying and that you have a possibility of not surviving. Right. But that you can't, you don't tell them that and they don't know that. And I think that, um, that helped me maybe get through a lot of the, the early bumps and running. Um, but what came with that is, you know, my daughter, even it's been, you know, three years now, uh, and she's cancer free and healthy. Um, it's not, there's a lot of trauma there that she still deals with. And so I think that I have a lot of trauma that I still deal with as well. And so I think that that's why it's progressed. So my, my running illness has progressed so (laughs) rapidly. (laughs) Um, and so I, I've found that I can use running to not only be healthier, I lost 55 pounds, uh, with running. Uh, I've taken back my diet. There's just been so many things that I have gained from what's happened to my family and running um, that I, I just I can't it's it's hard to imagine going back and not running right mm-hmm. It's hard to say okay she's healthy now and I and I did set some goals like that you know I I did run the St Jude marathon that was my first road marathon you know that was the you know mm-hmm. the cancer everybody and we all did that and I thought you know like I'm just gonna feel like it's over once I finished that race and I just didn't feel like it was over. And so part of me still feels like, all right, if I finish hundred miles, it's going to feel like it's wrapped up. You know, it's gonna, like after her make a wish trip, it was like, all right, it's going to feel like it's wrapped up. I, I just don't think it, it, it never wraps up. You're never going to be over, you know, the things that you saw and the things that happened, you know, kind of like a, you know, post-traumatic stress type of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always there. You carry it, but running helps me unload it. Running helps me, you know, get rid of it. So, that's that's my intro to running, and it's just been a, a crazy progression um, ever since. So I'm, I'm partly I'm not thankful that of what she had to go through, but thankful of some of the byproducts. I can see past the the bad uh, and take the good from that. And there's been a lot of good that has come from that. You know, my family's become a lot stronger, uh, and we, we know we still have issues like normal like normal people. But right. yeah, but I, we've, we've really come together, and um, I've. I've got so many new friends through running. That's the other thing is it's like, you know, if you're injured, like your friends are like, where's Matt? You know, <laughs> is he still alive? <laughs> you know? So, uh, I, I partly trained just on that. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, miss my friends. Right. So, right. Yeah. I mean, that's my crazy story. That's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And is is, you know, as a parent, as anybody listening that, that is a parent or just, I mean, not that it needs to even be your, your, your kid, but just, you know, a situation like that where it's, I mean, you know, talk about having kids being life changing, but then something, something like that, your, your kid is sick. I mean, you know, what, what do you do? And, and something that you said that, that, you know, we've all heard, I, I've heard, I've probably even made the excuse. I'm too busy to, today. You know, I'm, I'm too busy, too busy. Um, clearly you had every reason in the world to, to be too busy. Like you said, I mean, you're, you're working as much as you can to try to, to 
provide the support and, and things like that for your family while your wife is, is taking care of, of the little one as much as she can at the hospital and, and whatnot. Um, while we had a, while we had a six month old, oh, so we just had a, yeah. So kudos <laughs> to my wife for, I mean, yeah, superhero status, rock star man. for sure. <laughs> but where, where I'm going with that. And, and I don't know if, if it, if it needs to be unpacked more, if, if not, we can, we can move on. But in, in those, those early stages of you're just starting to get into it before running had I'm assuming at this point, pretty safe to say, it's gotten its hooks in you, and, and there's no going back, like you said. But in yeah. those in those early days, when it's it's stress with with your child, stress probably with the marriage and the relationship, stress with working yeah. as much as you can work. Um, why why were you drawn to to running as as something that like why wh- when the thought came to your head, why wasn't it just like screw that? Like I I, I don't have time for that. Like <laughs> I might want to take a nap once in a while. Like like why am I going to go run more? Like what what was it about running that that allured you you know i i i think there's two there's two answers to that you know i started running at a at a very young age uh for a little while to kind of help deal with depression everybody kind of talked about you know it was more for me it was more anxiety than the depression but you know because oh running's a serotonin inhibitor you know it can be good for you so i had that in the back of my head when this all went down but what i've come to realize it's more than that for me with this it was um watching the world or watching the cancer or whatever, however you look at it, watching that beat down on my child. Um, and I couldn't take away any of that pain. Mm -hmm. So I think there was, for some reason, I felt like I needed to put my, not maybe, maybe not be so like aggressive as like to put myself through pain, but it was a way for me to like, you know, feel it, you know, to, to, to feel like, you know, I'm also fighting for something also, you know, like to kind of maybe share in the burden even if it wasn't, you know, specific to what she was battling. Um, and what was good about it is, you know, it was helping me become a better person. So I may have been dealing with things probably in more of a negative manner than I should have with running because I was beating myself up mm-hmm. so bad. You know, I did spend, uh, you know, the early maybe six, nine months of running just battling injuries because of, you know, I was running too much, you know, and I was running too hard and, you know, and it's all those things that it's, there's a learning curve there that, you know, we all go through and our bodies are different and being overweight, you know, I mean, I went from, I went from doing like 13 minute miles, 12 minute miles to like, I think at one point I was running, you know, sub, sub seven minute miles, seven fifteen, And I mean, I'm still at two over 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. So if you do the math there, I mean, it was just like, I had the muscle to do the work. I just didn't have the bones and the, you know, the ability to carry that kind of load for the amount of time that I was doing it. So injury was, uh, destined to happen Mm -hmm. with doing that. But I mean, it, it felt good. It felt, I felt like I was like, I was a stud, you know, my first, uh, trail races that I was doing, they, they do a series here. It's every Thursday night and you just go after work and you, you know, everybody, you just go and hammer down. And, you know, I got a couple of times there on technical trail with, you know, six, eight, maybe a thousand feet of gain in four miles, you know, running eight thirties running, uh, wow. the last race I did was like a seven fifty three. pit, you know what I mean? So it was like, all right, I'm feeling like a stud. Here's this big guy pulls his shirt off and, you know, got a big fat belly next to all these <laughs> tall, skinny studs, you know, and here I'm finishing 20 out of 500 or something like that, or 200, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I felt great. So it was also a way to kind of, you know, make me feel better about myself mm-hmm. and, kind of hammer out some of that aggression and pain. Um, it wasn't until, I mean, I did get a stress fracture. So, (laughs) so I I did end up learning my lesson. Um, 
but you know, and that's that. And I think it's a, it's a bigger picture thing. I, I learned patience and I think mm-hmm. I've learned patience in life as well as running. You know, I, I, that's what I think people, um, can take from running that I think it's so beneficial is I'm not going to be the guy that's going to lie to you and tell you like, Oh, this is one of those cheap sports where you just, right. you know, shoes and you go run. No, it's one of the most expensive things I've ever done, but mm-hmm. it's one of the most simplistic, uh, things that you can do to, really bring yourself up. Like, I think you can really make yourself whoever you want to be. You know, some people, you know, go to therapy or work on things or, you know, read self-help books. Like for me, it's just been like setting accomplishments, setting small goals, and then just doing them. I mean, that alone allows you to feel like you're doing things, you know, like work, you can't always control, oh, am I going to get a promotion? Am I going to be successful this month? But like, you darn sure can tell yourself, I'm going to go run a 5k, Mm -hmm. right? Now you, you may not be the fastest one, right? But you can go do it. You can go get the medal, you know, and then you bump up and I'm going to do, you know, maybe it's not a 10 K, maybe I'm going to do two five Ks over the period of the next six months, you know, and there's, there's your own progression. Um, everybody, well, I, I, I've, I kind of got more called to the trails because of the support. Um, but I think there's so much support there too, for people to, you know, be excited for people, even if it's just like, oh, your first 5K. You know, trail races are great because you'll see the person finish waiting at the finish line for the last person to come in, you know, to high five them. You know, mm-hmm. and I felt like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, lots of, lots of good things in there. And, and as as I've said a few times on, on past episodes, it's like there's there's an answer or, you know, there's your statement. And it's like, I got six follow up questions. And it's like, which which one which one do I which which uh, trail do I want to go down? Because odds are we're not going to ever get back to, to asking some of the others. But um, I, I guess to, to I guess where I'll go talking about progression up and, and, and building up and, and kind of, you know, taking things one one step at a time. Um, it, it, it's, it strikes me if I'm doing the math correctly, that it's, you know, we're plus or minus months and days here, but you know, three, three years of, of running, um, and you're, you're staring down the barrel of a hundred miler. Like that's, that's a pretty quick progression, like, like, and dealing with injuries in that first, in that first bit, um, yeah. that's moved up pretty quick. eh? Yeah. Um, and so I, I put the hundred miler on the, on the schedule this year. So I, I did the, the classic like ultra move. I put like a bunch of races on this races on this year. <laughs> and then I got to looking at it and I was like, Oh, you goofball. You got to do all of those. Uh, so I put the hundred miler on there, uh, at, at the back half of it, uh, for, for a couple of different reasons. One of them being, uh, I paced a friend of mine, um, Amen at Arkansas Traveler last year with the Last Horse Runners crew. It's kind of like a whole meetup, um, ultra running memes, Last Horse Runner crew meetup, right? And I had such a good time. Uh, the race is just, it's an old school style race. It's everybody's like a family, you know, the, the guys work in the aid stations and the gals, you know, they've been doing it for 20 years, you know? I mean, I just, I fell in love with it. And so I just thought like, I'm going to put it on there and if I can make it happen, great. If not, right, no big deal. Like I, I don't have a problem donating to a race. It's also, you know, the secret side of it is like the registration's not on ultra sign up. So it's not a DNS if I don't go do it. Right. Um, but they also like most hundreds, you know, they'll give you your money back up to a certain time and a certain percent. So there's really no pressure to kind of put your name on the list and hold yourself accountable. Um, the other thing was I thought, you know, if I can make it through this year and just not get injured, 
right? Mm-hmm. My goal was to make it through the winter time and not get injured. And now I, I've, I've done really well without being injured, but it's still in the back of my head having a, a stress fracture because that's such a big drastic injury that I thought like if I could just make it there, like uh, what an accomplishment that would be, right? Like it's not even such a big deal if like I go there and like I, I just can't run physically after mile 70 or, or whatever it is, you know, like that's, we'll deal with that. But like if I can just get through the training, that would be fantastic. Um, but so what also comes in is I realized once I started running uh, consistently over 40 miles a week, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like I could no longer like self-train. Um, so I started realizing like I'm not really sure. I was just shooting in the dark here. And so I followed um, a friend of mine um, who had hired Tommy Nielsen as a coach. And so once I took him on and we started talking things out and I mean, he's the most positive guy ever. So, I mean, of course for him, I was like, you know, I know I packed my schedule too tight. I'll take anything off, which I did. You know, I was, Mm -hmm. I was actually scheduled to do this hundred K and then Barkley fall classic and then go run this hundred miles. (laughs) (laughs) So we, we talked it out and we took that off the schedule, but having, having that coach there to manage, manage my time and manage my running, um, and has given me the confidence, you know, uh, Tommy Nielsen's one of those guys, not a lot of people, uh, have heard of offhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's a former Angeles crest winner, beat Jurek in 99. I always say that he probably would be shaking his head if he heard me saying that right <laughs> now, uh, but you know, big Western States top 10 finisher. I mean, just, a, but just a really great positive runner. And so he's, that influence to me has made me such a better runner. So I, I feel a lot more confident. That's, that's what's so bittersweet. Uh, I know we talked about this before the show, but about me probably missing my 100K tomorrow is I've never felt so ready to run a race as I do right now. Um, so that's, I feel like I, I may have had a harder time getting to that 100-mile distance in such a short time had I not took on a coach. Um, so I think that that's kind of been bridged the gap. But then again, I mean, we'll never know until um, 28 hours, 30 hours, 24 hours, right. you know, right. October 6th. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> travel, so we'll see. Yeah. And as, as a coach, I think that, that that's one of those things I like I like to hear just because, you know, I think that, I don't know, myself personally, sometimes you struggle with that imposter syndrome and it's like, am I really helping people that like, like, I mean, Cause it comes pretty natural to me. Like it's, it's something that yeah. I, I know, you know? Um, but it's nice to hear that, that, and not from one of my clients. That's always nice too. And it's, when it's not something that's, that seems like it's coming yeah. back to me, it's just like, you have a great relationship with your coach and it's, it's really helped you. Um, not to, not to, uh, leave the people wondering what the heck we talked about beforehand. Um, so you got this, this hundred K that you're supposed to do tomorrow. Um, and you know, you talk about really enjoying the trail running community and, and time out on the trails. Um, but time out on the trails also means sometimes you're, you're running into, uh, some critters and some, some things <laughs> out there that, uh, that, uh, might cause some, some issues on that front that maybe you can kind of hopefully avoid a little bit more of that when you're running on the, on the roads. But, uh, you got a little, uh, a little issue that, uh, cropped up recently. What, and I know just enough details to be dangerous and probably get myself and say something wrong. So what, what happened to you that's, <clears throat> that's got this hundred K in, in serious doubt right now? Yeah. So, uh, being out on the trail, you know, my last, uh, six or eight weeks of training has been doing back to backs on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, leading up to doing 20 and twenties, you know, so being out there for quite a while, uh, ticks. And so at some point, uh, I got a tick that 
went ahead and bit me and decided to give me some tick-borne illness. Um, I, I'm, I had to go do some blood work and they do like a tick bacteria culture where I guess they, they put it in a little dish and let it grow and then it lets them know what bacteria you have. Um, so, you know, the quick rundown is all of a sudden I wake up and I've got a lymph node in my groin, you know, right at that hip, right where it cre- right where you run, right, right where your crease is. And it's just massive and it hurts. And, you know, having, this is where I'll let you in on my anxiety, but having my daughter with the circumstances that she has, I'm immediately dying. Right. So my wife's just like, Oh my God, not, not again. Do we got to deal with you having, I mean, every other month I've got some, some illness that's going to kill me. That's my anxiety. Um, but so I went in and, and had them look at it and they thought maybe I was going to have a hernia, which would have been really detrimental to running. That would have been, you know, a surgery break. And I mean, that would have probably killed any, any chance of actually running the hundred K or the hundred miler, which is really the goal. Um, so on, unfortunately or fortunately it's tick right it's a it's a it's thought to be a tick uh bacteria that i'm fighting uh so all my joints are just super sore my muscles are really tight uh i mean i'm like i'm profusely sweating as i'm just sitting here talking to you mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know so my, my white blood cells are down so it, it does it takes it out of you and there i mean there's really nothing you can do about it i mean there's i, I mean i've been dealing with ticks in missouri my whole life right. you know i've had them bite you uh, and this that and the other and i i don't know if it's just like the uh, the tick lottery and i've and i've just won um but so yeah uh definitely make sure you're you're doing the preventative maintenance on uh, your your critters in the woods i'm definitely having a bit of regret at this point i always said i was like well i don't like to wear those high deep bug sprays you know because it's like man you're just putting those chemicals on your skin and you know, I'm, I'm, I just was so always worried about that. And then it's like, Oh, now I should have done that. So I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning lessons here too, with, uh, even being out in the woods so long. So should get a test back in a couple of days and it should all be fine. It'll just be antibiotics and you just kind of got to fight it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the timing obviously is not, not ideal, but I guess, I, I guess, you know, with, with the hundred being the, the big goal, like you said, I mean, the timing could be worse or the, the situation could be worse than, than what it is to where we really put that in, in jeopardy. But, um, with, with, with the rapid timeline up to the, the hundred miler, I'm assuming that this was going to be kind of the, the, the <clears throat> next waypoint towards that of, 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 I mean, have you, have you run a hundred K before? This is going to be the first, the first time. No. So, so yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You, I mean, this is where I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of battling right now. Um, so I've kind of peaked and then had a small taper here before this race. And then this race was going to kind of, uh, start not only the confidence of finishing the hundred K, but that would have put me into some larger week, you know, a larger mm-hmm. mileage week. I'm, I'm at zero miles for the week and I, you know, I, sh- I should be hitting somewhere around 80, for the week after running the hundred K right, which would then kickstart maybe a week of recovery and then a couple really big 70, 80 mile weeks or something, you know, whatever I can get up to. Right. Uh, and then boom, we're right into taper, right into traveler. So it fit in really well. So it definitely puts, a uh, a bit of a, uh, I'm not going to say a bump. It just kind of, it makes a weird spot here that we're going to have to, uh, I'm kind of waiting to hear back a little bit more about what it is specifically. Um, so we're, me and me and my coach right now are just kind of hanging out, just kind of, you know, we're taking it in stride. He's so, he's such a positive guy. So it's helping me take it positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anything, you know, just using this week as in, uh, you know, an unexpected recovery week, I mean, that's the only way to really look at it. And then I imagine if, 
the antibiotics can kick in and I can kind of turn the corner here. We'll use maybe the next week as a recovery week, not for the 100K, but for the tick-borne illness um, and hopefully just be able to progress up as high as we can. I mean, obviously, the fatigue that comes along with the tick-borne illnesses and the the symptoms and things can really drag out. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really – and this is just from what I've read because I don't have anything specifically diagnosed. But, I mean, I'm just going to play it – I'm going to play it smart, man. I'm going to – you know, if I can get up to X amount of miles a week, I will. If I – it's not a big deal. I mean, I've done – done a lot of the work. Right. Um, it, it's not going to make it easier, but I, I think that a lot of that, a lot of that works mental, you know, a lot of those back to back twenties, um, I, where I was doing four day blocks where it was like 10 on Friday, 20 on Saturday, 20 on Sunday, 10 on Monday mm. or eight on Monday, you know, like that stuff was to get your head ready to be able to, to just go and, and do it, you know? So I, I think I'm, I'm somewhat fit enough to, to run the hundred. It's just, getting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, so this maybe just is going to shake the bag up and just make it a little bit harder to get the pieces together in time. But I'm going to stay confident and just, you can't let this stuff, you know, you can't let it bother you. You know, it's, yeah. it's just, it is what it is and we'll just move forward. Yeah. It's, it's one of those instances where life, life happens and, and yeah. what are you going to do? And, and it's just, it's just, you know, like, like I said, it's, it's the timing is terrible because, you know, talk about the mental side of things, like talk about a, a good mental boost of like, yeah, I did the hundred K and like, I felt, I felt pretty yeah. good, you know, like that, that would have been a huge mental boost going forward. And so now it's like, there's that one more question mark of, of, you know, you can do all the training and be all <clears throat> physically ready that, that you want to be. And it sounds like you're in a great position right now to, you know, keep building up for the next several weeks. Hopefully it's assuming this all clears up quickly, um, to be ready to go for the hundred, but, and not trying to be Debbie Downer by any stretch, but it's just like, like, it's just like, it's just sucks yeah. that this is, this is when it happened. You know, and, and it, it really does. Like there's, it, it's, I want to be really bummed out about it and I want to be, you know, not like depressed, but I, I want to like, woe is me, this whole story. Um, but that, that story is not there for us. Like mm-hmm. that's, I, I feel like as a runner, like we don't, we don't do that. Like it's, you know, you can, uh, but I've got a lot of friends. This, this race is, this is Shawnee Hills 100 and it's put on, uh, by a local group in St. Louis. Uh, it's the terrain trail runners. And they're awesome. I mean, it's like, these are all my friends that go and man these aid stations. Uh, the, the race directors are great. Uh, and I've got all of our friends that they're either going, running, crewing, pacing. I mean, they're involved. And so it was never even a question to not go. It was more like, what role am I going to be doing when I'm there? Um, and the, I think the, the coolest thing for me, you know, like it's the running is not always easy for my family because I'm, I'm gone a lot, you know, and I, and I do try and run, uh, more when they're sleeping after, you know, a lot of night runs or early morning runs, uh, but it's still, it, it takes a toll on them. And when I told my wife, I said, so the plan is I'm going to go, I just might not run. She gave me this look like I was crazy. And I thought like, am I getting the look because I'm crazy because I'm going? And so I, I was like, is that because I'm going and thinking about running or because I'm not going to run? And she was like, because you're not going to run. And I thought like, man, if she's even thinking like, you know, like this, it's not like you to, you're not going to just like, you know, be angry and stay home. I could do that. I could just get mm-hmm. so mad and say, I'm not even going to go. I don't even want to go get my bib. I'm not having their spaghetti dinner and <laughs> I'm not going to have a t-shirt right. from a race. I didn't run, you know, that whole thing. Um, I think I'm just, you know, like I, I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and Hey, maybe I'm going to feel a hundred percent and maybe I'll go PR a hundred K. Right. I doubt it, but <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm still hopeful. 
but I'm going to go crew my friends, man. And I'm going to go have a good time and I'm going to support the race. And I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy what this whole sport's all about. Ultra is actually going to, Ultra will be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Our rep will be there with the tents. I'm going to go help out with that. Like, right. I have a good time supporting the, I mean, you know, as well as I do, they support us like crazy, mm-hmm. man. I've never had a group, like not even just like, Oh, you know, we're going to send you some ultra red stuff, but like just the support of like the people, you know, that you meet at the mm-hmm. races or online, like everybody is so great. So it's like any opportunity I can give back or share what we do for each other with other people in the community, you know, not only to share, you know, the zero drop, beautiful loveness of Lone Peaks and Temps and all, you know, all of the mm-hmm. good you know, ultra stuff that we fell in love with, but just like the attitude of the, of the people we are, you know, representing ultra and, and red team. It's like, Man, we we love the sport, we love the community, and we're not going to let things get us down. There's going to be hiccups, but it's how we're going to deal with those hiccups that are going to define us. And and that's just kind of like, it sucks to be the person that has to do that. Right. But I'm what I'm going to do. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I would tell someone else to do, and I would tell them to go and support the race and do whatever you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm not I'm not bummed. I'm I'm just changing managing my expectations. I guess right. you know. Right. So. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of those, that's the type of thing that, uh, the world would be a better place if all of us were able to do that. It's not always easy. It, no, it's definitely not always easy. And, <laughs> and it, even, even, uh, you know, uh, even, even hearing you say it and, and I'm sure it's still eating you up a bit inside, but, um, you know, talking about being there at the race and supporting the, the race itself and the, the running community. Um, w- one thing that, uh, I've, I've, dabbled in so i don't know if we, if we touched on this or not it's you know sometimes the conversations all kind of blur together but i've, I've dipped my toes into trail running a bit i've done a, a handful of 50k so i dipped my toes in the ultra uh yeah, yeah. scene just a, just a little bit um and and you know i've i've talked to enough ultra runners to kind of get a feel for the, the different some of the differences between road running and trail running as far as the culture as far as the community as far as as what the vibe is like at a, at a race um and i'm wondering if if you have enough I hate to say enough, but you know what I'm, you know where I'm going with this. Like, do you have enough of a perspective of road running to compare it with trail running or is, is trail running in the trail community more of, of, you know, is that kind of been the most part of your, your running experience? No, I mean the first, the, the, I mean, granted my, my running career is pretty short, right. But mm-hmm. like the first half of my running career was meeting all of the, the mile markers, you know, of 5k, 10k half marathon, you know, marathon. I, I mean, I did a 50k before I did a marathon. Um, but yeah, I mean the road I've, fell in love with running because of the early road running that, that I, you know, since I was younger, I, I, I got into running. Right. And I, I may have stopped running, but my, you know, fanfare, my love for, you know, Olympic marathoning or, you know, I was never like huge for track, but you know, like the marathon distance, my, my mom's like a five or six time marathon or my oldest brothers, uh, run some, you know, I think, he's done some sub four hour marathon, you know, solid marathoners in the family. Um, so I've, I've always had that like love for that sport and just, um, I mean, I don't know, man, it sounds weird to say, but like, you know, the guys getting out in the singlets and the short shorts and the, you know, the the old, like, you know, Adidas waffle stomping (laughs) shoes or Nikes or whatever, you know, and like that, that was just romantic to me to see that. Um, so I did fall in love with road running first it wasn't until I started realizing how hard it was for, and I'm going to say this and people might get upset, uh, but I am an ex fat person. So like larger people are fat people. Like when you get into road running, it's just a lot harder. 
it's not as accepting, or at least it wasn't for me, because it's like there is such a competitive nature to it mm. just by design. Right. I don't think it's anybody being nasty, <clears throat> but I think it creates um, a barrier that it may not be like the community needs to get over it as much as the individual. Um, but what I found with trail running was that barrier is not there. Mm. I mean, there are, if you're, you know, a, a overweight person that's like, I'm going to go and run this half marathon or trail marathon. I mean, if you're in the back, I mean that the whole place just supports the heck out of you. Whereas you always hear about like road marathons. It's like, well, I was in the back of the pack and the water stops were shutting down and you know, and and I get people don't understand too. And uh, as a race director, you know, you understand that there's permit times and there's, you know, there's volunteer times and there's a lot of stuff that I, I don't think a marathon's ever doing that to make somebody feel small or to make somebody feel not fast enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, you know, we heard like at the London marathon, there was people being yelled at, but like, you cannot hold a race accountable for, for terrible people. Right. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like that, that's not fair. Um, but I just, I, I feel like for me, the trail community it just, it speaks to me on more of a, like, let's support everybody. Let's help everybody. I, here's what, here's where I fell in love with. I was running with my, with my friend Angie and it was the first time, the first time I tried to run 20 miles, I, I didn't make it by like a half a mile. Like it literally like bonked so hard. I mean, it was like 19 <laughs> seven or something. I didn't make it. So the next weekend, uh, my two friends, Angie and Dennis were like, come out, we're going to run 24 miles. It's three loops. So once you start it, you have to finish it. And uh, we go out on that third loop and I'm dying. I mean, it's mile 21 and I mean, I am dying. And, and they were running a 50 K that day as a training run to, to train for a 100 miler. And she just stopped and was behind me the whole time. And was just like, I'm, I'm just doing this with you. Like, so like her sacrificing her day goal, her goal for the day to just make sure that I met my goal, which was just bigger than that day. It was a, you know, it was like my biggest mile, my, my peak run, mm-hmm. so to speak ever my long run before my first ultra. And so that one, that's the one thing that I felt, I just was like, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with the fact that somebody would like be in first place of a, of a trail race and stop to help the person who fell in second, you know, like Mm -hmm. sacrifice the whole race or the whole day. And I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen in road running. Um, I've just seen it more and it's more prevalent to me in trail running. Um, so I think that I like them both equally. I, I, I still have this goal in mind uh, to, to run a sub four hour. I've not run a sub four hour. I, I was on par, par, car, I was on course and I was on par to do it at St. Jude. And I started off as Spider-Man because I lost a bet. And so I got <laughs> overheated. So I ended up doing like a 420 something, you know. And so like <laughs> I had a horrible day, heat stroke and all that. Uh, so I still, I still love it. I still do a lot of my runs on road. Um, I just found being a bigger guy, the trails are a little easier on my body when I'm doing longer runs. Uh, obviously not as far as ticks are concerned. (laughs) Yeah. Got to watch out for those guys still. Right now all I'm thinking about is road running. I'm like, well, how do I do this last bit of training on road? Just, Um, just so I don't get bit by another tick between now and now. It's it's terrifying, (laughs) man. Um, but yeah, I, I I love, I, I, I honestly, man, I admire people who, you know, like yourself, people who are, who can just you know, the marathon distance is still, I think it's harder than running a 50 K trail race. I think that that constant pounding and the discipline that you need to have to set your pace, you mm-hmm. know, when I start off on a trail race, I can blast five miles out and I can walk the next five miles right. to make up for that mistake. It doesn't happen on a road marathon. Mm-hmm. Like when you make a mistake, it's detrimental to the day. Um, and 
I, I just think that that's impressive in its own sense, you know, to be able to go out there and say, oh, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this range of whatever, you know, nine to nine fifteen, ten to 11 or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm going to, you know, somebody who can bang out a marathon and, and have their splits be, you know, so similar across the board. I mean, that, that to me is nailing running, nailing yourself. Um, so I, I mean, I admire that. I admire anybody who can dial themselves in is really what it is at any distance, you know, cause there's, you know, five Kers, ten Kers. I, I really try to be all inclusive because I've I've came from that uh, very large scale person mm-hmm. from fighting a five K to you know losing weight and then being fast and then going long. You know, and it, I just love it so much, and I want other people to love it as much as I do. Yeah. So well, and that's and that's really, I mean, to me at least, that's that's the most beautiful part of of the sport is that there's so many different options. Is that you know, if, if you want to go out and just hammer the marathon, then do it. You want to go out and hammer the 5k, do it. You want to, you know, like you want to just take your time and, and run a 10 hour, 11 hour, 50 K because yeah. you're, you're just enjoying the nature and stopping to take pictures or stopping to talk to other people, whatever. Then that's, that's cool too. And it's not to me at least. And I think this is, you know, paint with a broad enough brush across the running community in general. I think that for most people, like that's none of those are better or worse than than any other they're all just they're all just as- different aspects of what we all enjoy doing yeah i mean it, it's it's kind of like what's your taste in food you know me and me and right. you are going to go to lunch and order two different things but we're going to both enjoy having a meal together you know like we're going to both enjoy every aspect of it mm-hmm. and, and and that's running i mean everybody gets something different out of it you know you can talk to somebody you know about ultra running and they're going to tell you you know I, I like doing it because I like challenging myself and you'll talk to somebody else. It's like, I like doing it because I, you know, I, I know I can push myself, you know, there's just so many different aspects or I, I don't even know that I can do that. So I'm going to try it, which mm-hmm. that's a whole nother world. There's, it, there's so many people that are trying it that are like, wait, you haven't done the training yet. What are you doing? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool when that, that I'm going to try it gets you, gets you started, <laughs> but it's, it's, and it's something that maybe a lot of us have done wrong. I know I did it wrong. I did my first marathon. I've told this story enough times, but my longest training run was, was like 14 miles. And it was oh. like the week before the marathon. And I legit thought that I was just going to cruise because I, I did more than half of it last week. So clearly I can, I can run, you know, I only have 12 more miles to go beyond the 14 that I just did. So like, this is going to be no problem. And I got to about 16 and uh, my world got, uh, got rocked pretty hard <laughs> because I, you know, but it was, it was, I'm going to run this marathon and I'm, you know, it's not, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So, you know, yeah, chasing that, the, those big goals is, is great, but you know, it's, it's helpful if you can maybe tap the brakes enough to learn a little bit about what you need to do to, to achieve that goal to begin with. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a great podcast that I listen to, but the the, uh, the one guy on there always says, if you can run, as he says, if you can run a half marathon, you can run a 50k, and I just cringe when I hear it because I'm like, <laughs> some people, like not everybody, you know, but I think like, ah, no, like stop telling people that, and I I get it, like man, people want to, it's like me, I'm so passionate about trail running, like I want to hype people up and I want to get mm-hmm. people into it, you know, and people are so. Um, happy to do that, that I think sometimes they lower the bar a little too, right. a little too much. Or, or just like, add the, the word, you know, if you can run a half marathon, then you can train up to run a 50K yeah. in, in yep. not yep. as much time as you might think. Or, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. flow off the tongue quite as, as quickly. But, yeah. uh, but that's, that, yeah, that, that, that little bit can just get somebody <laughs> like, well, shoot, like I, can, I just did 13 miles. Like I can, I must be able to do a 50K. Like, all right, let's rock and roll. And oof, yeah, that can be troublesome. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a there needs to be a three quarter marathon. Like there, there's, it's like you do go from like 
boop to boop, you know, like you're like from, oh, half marathon to marathon. That's such a big jump because that 18 to 21 right in there, mm-hmm. man, that's a, that's a tricky couple of miles, like depending on, you know, like for me, like mile 19 is always pretty quiet. You know, it's always like 18 is fueling quickly and 19 is like, all right, whatever's happening in here. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be nice if there was like, and I guess there are some weird trail distances, but like they need to have that three quarter marathon for like, Yep, you're going to get in there. You're going to feel what it's like to feel really weird and really yeah. – but, but then you're done, and then you right. can build up after that or right. something. Well, uh, and then I, for me, I don't know if this is the, the case for you, but I feel like the math of a marathon – and I'll explain this so it makes sense – is a little bit fuzzy because like half marathon – like you can do the math. Half A marathon is 26.2, a half, 13.1, right? But I feel like when you're running a marathon – that half is about 20 miles. So like, you know, like, like if you can do like, you get to about 20 miles, like that's like, all right, now we're, now we're downhill. Now it's downhill from here. Like, because it's not downhill. still from, you're still climbing up at 13 miles to get to 26. It's, it's 20 miles. is kind of the downhill portion. It's that last 10 K that is, um, yeah, I, here's what, you know what, here's what people don't know. If you have not ran a marathon before, there is a lot of people walking the last six miles of that. Don't be afraid to have like, Oh, I went out and did this and it happened or I tried my best and it happened. Like it's not fun and it's not the best thing to have to do. But like, that's what I think people don't understand in ultras too, is like, there's a lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of walking, man. Um, but yeah, that, that last, so, so you you tapped into like this little fear that I have and it's, and it's, you know, with the hundred mile distance, there's a lot of little fears that you have, you know, like, so, uh, I keep hearing from a really close friend of mine that it's like that mile 18 is also mile 72. So mile <laughs> 72 kind of does that same thing to you. Uh, and so, you know, you try and mentally prepare yourself for like, okay, so at mile, whatever, 68, 70, 72 or something like be prepared to like, your body's going to shut down again. Your body's right. going to tell you, you cannot do this again. And like, that's where you need to be prepared to, to send it and, and to go for it. Um, cause my, I mean, my real big goal here with this hundred miler is not to be the guy walking the last 25 miles. Not at all. Like right. I, I would rather have a slower time and run the whole thing. Um, than, than to do that. Not that I think that anything's wrong with it. That's right. just my personal goal, you know, for this race to be able to push myself. And I want to be able to, like I said earlier, I think, I think it's nice to be dialed in when people dial in. And that's my goal is I'm trying to dial myself in to be able to manage myself, uh, mile one through 10, the same as mile 90 through a hundred, you know, maybe not as good quality, but right. just be managed as well. Um, so yeah, it's, man, I'm glad that you said that because people don't understand that like, that just that last six miles, man. Right. I mean, I had a guy look at me, uh, at the St. Jude, we were falling apart pretty hard. You know, it was, it was a December marathon and it was like 89 degrees. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was, it was unseasonable. Nobody was prepared for it. Uh, and a guy goes, I'm just going to walk it in. And I was like, I just remember thinking in my head cause I had done a 50 K. I was like, I'm not walking it. I've done that before. I'm not going to walk it in. <laughs> like it hurt. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to fight this thing. I'm an ultra runner, right? right? Like that's what I kept trying to tell myself. And that is just a mantra. I don't think it's anything special. I think a marathon distance is just as ultra as running a 50 K. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, the, 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 the key is, and, and again, no matter what distance it's like, you're, you're pushing yourself, you're, you're trying to do the best, the best you can. And, and sometimes the best you can is to just, is to just walk. And that's, yeah. I, I, that's one of my pet peeves of, of, uh, things I've heard where it's like, Oh, you know, I, I, I had to walk in my marriage. So what? Like I've, I've walked in 
just about yeah. every single one of my marathons, you know, like <laughs> it doesn't it, like, you know, and, and if that's an issue, then what you try to, to you shouldn't be an issue to anybody else. But if that's an issue to right. you, then that's just something that's like, all right, well, my pacing was a little bit off or my, what, how can I improve that? Or how can I improve my training a little bit? Like, what can I do next time? So, I, but like, I don't know, it's not, it's, it's not lesser because you, you walked, but uh, I feel like we've, we've kind of hit that, that hammer for, or hit that nail from a few different angles. So hopefully anybody that's struggling with that uh, kind of feeling somehow lesser for whatever. Yeah. Uh, when you is, start walking, I'll give you my phone number. Just call me, just whoever call. it is. Just yeah. call. I'll let you know it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like, we have a walking hotline now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. totally Struggle, okay. Struggling on a run and feeling like you have to walk, like call us. It, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I always tell people like when we're running and it's hard or we're struggling, I, there's two things I always say. I always say people have a hobby and it's knitting and it's mm-hmm. not ultra running. You right. know, that's my other go-to. But um, there's some people that aren't even awake yet. I haven't right. even woke up yet. And you're, you're upset because you're walking. It's like, right. man, own it and own the fact that you're about to finish a marathon or a 5k or a 10k or whatever, whatever your goal is. And you're, you're just, your body is what it is. And that, that, you know, that's when you unlock ultra running for, for me, my, the unlock is realizing that you're not competing with other people. You're not competing with yourself. You're managing, you know, where you are in your training and what your ability is at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the guy next to you who doesn't have to walk, he may just be a stronger runner uphill or right. he may just have trained for a few years more or a few months more. He may be, you know, uh, weak somewhere else. Uh, and that's what I think if you just accept the fact that you're all going to get to the same place, the finish line, and you just have to do it your way then you're going to feel a lot better in the end. You know, I've, I, when I did my 50 miler, um, my coach was like, look, man, here's a, here's a good race plan. I want you to just, you know, just go till about 30, 35 miles and just check in, like, just do it as a training. Everybody pass you. Don't worry about it. And then at 30 and 35, then turn your race on and then do your race and you'll find you know, you'll pass all those people. And so, man, it was, it's hard. It's hard to sit there and everybody's, Oh, I want to get miles done early. I want to get miles done before it's hot. Well, I'm still feeling good. Yeah, that's exactly. And, and so I was, it was weird for me, but I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying something different. That's all I kept saying. I'm trying something a little different. And, uh, when I got to like mile 42, 43, 44, um, it was tough. We checked in. I didn't have anything extra, but I had the ability to continue the same speed. Mm -hmm. And I passed like 10 or 12 people in the last 10 miles. And I mean, it was a matter of, so there was a race with like 80 something people, uh, only 38 people finished. So it was a matter of finishing in, you know, in the last 10 or that, you know, I finished 20th instead mm-hmm. of 30 something, you know? So it's like just realizing my ability, you know, right. other people had the ability to do a lot more. Other people use their ability way too early on. <laughs> okay. um, and, and I think that if people start to focus on themselves and less the race and less the, you know, the abilities of other people, they're going to unlock the key to themselves, which is like, just focus on you, have a good time. If you run the whole thing by yourself, that's okay. Right. If you happen to be where somebody's in the same point as you, that's okay too. Um, but don't try and hang, you know, run your yeah. own, run your own race. Like too many times, like, Oh, we get caught up running with somebody talking and it, it just never ends well. Nobody, nobody ever says, I started off really fast and it worked. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's, that is very true. So as we're, as we're, I feel like we could keep going on this forever, but, uh, I know at some point we're going to have to wrap up. I know at some point you got to get going to a, to a race that you're probably not going to run, but go hang out at. Um, but, uh, as, as we're getting to that point, I like to close off with something I call a, a philosophical question, which is basically just a, 
an open-ended kind of like the introductory question, something pretty simple and you can just kind of take it whichever way you want to go with it. And, and that's where we'll wrap it up. But, um, for you, you know, being about three, three years plus or minus into your, your running career. And we you talked a lot about, you know, why you got started with, with your daughter and, and managing and, and dealing with, with that whole situation. Um, what keeps you going now? You know, what, what is the thing about running now? That's like, Hey, you know, at this point in my life, three years later, uh, from, context of what we talked about a pretty changed man in the last three years as, as running has been part of your life. Um, why, why do you still get out the door? Why do you still get on the trails? Why do you still take off for the weekend to go support the, the community at the, at the hundred K and train for the hundred miler? Like why, why do you still run or why do you run at this point in your life? Um, man, I, I've never thought about it as in depth as that is. So you just, you hit me with a good one, but I have a, I have an answer because so recently, uh, two guys, um, I know a guy's brother and said, Hey, you know, my brother's a trail runner, you know, you should run with him. So I reached out and we ended up running together. Um, and basically what happened was these guys started tagging onto my long runs. And so they started progressively running longer and running longer, asking questions. And I was able to, you know, I was kind of like giving them, you know, lots of the tips, you know, the same things that I did with other people, you know, I would tag along with runners and I would learn how to run and learn the distance running and things like that. Um, and I got them to sign up for a 50 K not, telling them, Hey, you've run a half marathon and I'm, you know, or, or whatever. But I, you know, I was just like, man, you guys could train in this amount of weeks. If you did this, I have a, you know, my old training plan that, you know, you guys could look at and see, like you guys are in such a sweet spot to do it. Um, and I feel like I was able to pass down all of the things that were passed down to me by the people that, I tagged along with, you know, and I, and I watched the progression of me hanging out with, uh, you know, my three best friends in trail running and ultra running who taught me everything and were there for all of my milestones. And I'm watching that play out for other people. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of a, a, a vehicle for not only the information, but for the sport to, uh, to grow, to be able to share it with other people. Um, and so, I think there's that as much as I am also so stubborn that I don't quit anything. I think that that's why I don't want to tell you that tomorrow I'm not running a hundred K it's so hard for me to quit. Um, and I've, I've found so many positive benefits to running the losing the weight, you know, the losing the aggression, the meeting new friends that, um, I'm, I'm hooked. You yeah. said it. The hooks are in me, and so I'm here. Um, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready for whatever the next adventure brings. Maybe, maybe another marathon, road marathon. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to following along and seeing the next adventure. And guys, if you want to follow along with Matt as well and kind of keep tabs of the adventure, and like I said, the shenanigans. We didn't even get into some of the shenanigans of, <laughs> of social media, uh, but there, there are shenanigans on his Instagram page at Ultra Run Matt on Instagram. Disruns.com slash 776 is the link to take you back to the show notes for today. Like I said, links uh, to all, all of the things. I know Ellen will, Ellen will be going through the, the audio and coming up with links to things we talked about and races and things like that. And obviously the Instagram account will be there as well. So uh, if you want those, Disruns.com slash 776. Matt, thank you for uh, for taking the time today. Certainly, uh, it's been a pleasure connecting with you, getting to, to know you a little bit more than just some of the comments and the banter from the, the Facebook group and things like that. But uh, certainly uh, wish you you know, wish you making smart decisions for tomorrow. Um, but wish you rapidly improved health and a great 
first hundred miler uh, in another month and a half. And, and certainly, like I said, uh, looking forward to following along, seeing what happens and certainly staying in touch. But thank you for the time today, my friend, and uh, all the best to you going forward. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. And I was going to tell everybody uh, in the community who Ultra Running Memes is, but apparently we're out of time. So I can't do it. We're out of time. We'll we'll save that for next time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Matt and myself. And as always, would be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway from the conversation that we had today. Uh, for me, it goes back to, to somewhat early in the chat um, that was almost a point that kind of got glossed over. We, we, we touched on it quick and, and then kind of moved on a little bit, but um, I made a note of it then, and, and it kind of stood out to me again listening back through it, that uh, Matt said something about the idea of we are, we are all in control of our own progression in the sport. And I thought that was a, a wonderful thing to say and something that I think, I think I've, I, I mean, I feel like I knew that, you know, it wasn't something that was some earth shattering, like, wow, I never thought of it that way before. But at the same time, I think it's easy for myself. I think it's easy maybe for you as well to get caught up in the progression of quote unquote, everyone else. And, you know, somebody is running their first marathon. So I've got to run my first marathon or somebody's running their first ultra. So I've got to run my first ultra and climbing the ladder based on, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses or keeping up with your running friends. And obviously that's, that's an option, but it's not a requirement. You know, if, if you don't want to do a longer race, if it's not a good time for you from a family situation or work situation or whatever, to dedicate the amount of time and effort into training for a longer distance. There's nothing that says you have to do that. And no matter no matter where you are on your journey, your timeline, whatever you want to call it, your 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 career as a runner, you're the one in control of what you do next. Whether you move move forward as far as trying to run faster, trying to run longer, um, whether you stay where you are in terms of distances, whether you pull back and focus on racing, racing more for the shorter stuff, whether you want to do like what Matt did and get pulled to the trails. Maybe you want to venture to the track and do some, some track races. Um, there's so many options and there's so many ways that you can go in a, in our sport and ultimately how you progress, what you do next, what goals you work to tackle next no one, no one should be deciding that, but you. Now we all have, that, have heard that story of the well-meaning friend, or maybe we've been the well-meaning meaning friend, or we, maybe we've been the one on the receiving end where it's like, "Hey, you're doing this race with me, and and that's it. Sign up." And there's a time and a place for that as well. I, I'm not going to say that that's a terrible thing to do, but at the end of the day, nobody is in charge of your progression in the sport of running, what things you decide to tackle next, what challenges it might be, but you. And uh, I thought that was a really good reminder, an important reminder. Um, and like I said, we kind of glossed over it in the in the conversation itself. But I wanted to go back because that was something that really stood out to me uh, both both times that have been through this thing. Uh, once live and in person and once going back and listening to it again. So that's my takeaway. What about you? What stood out to you from this episode? As always, love to hear those thoughts, those feedbacks, those takeaways from you. And, and if you want to let me know, 
at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can slide into the DMs in both places and leave me your thoughts and feedbacks and takeaways there. You can also shoot me an email, DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today's episode, which you will find at DizRuns.com slash 776. Show notes have all of the, all the links, all the show notes, all of the things there as well. And you can leave a comment down below in the comment section of the post. And uh, that would be a great place to give your feedback as well. So with that, we'll go ahead and start to wrap this thing up. Once again, the Little Things course, it's free. If you haven't done it, check it out. Um, even if you only learn one thing, or even if you only have one insight or one kind of, huh, I might want to try that. Safe to say you got your money's worth from a free course if you get one thing out of it. And my hope is that you'll get more than one thing out of it. So check it out, disruns.com slash little things. And uh, once you do, let me know what you think because there's there's some more courses coming. And I know I've said this a few times. For those of you who've been around a while, I've said this a few times. Um, got to get my ducks in a row first, and I'm working on that. And once the ducks are lined up, uh, hopefully we can start putting out, you know, good quality, um, but a bit more frequently with the, the courses as well. So stay tuned for more on that front. But the reason I mention that, would love your feedback on this course so I can make the next course even better, even more uh, easy to digest or more useful, more valuable to you. So if there's logistical things about the course that you like or don't like, let me know those things so I can make the next round even better. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up now officially. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for the time and the attention. Thanks for taking me with you wherever it was you went today, whether you're out on the run, uh, doing some work around the house, driving, running some errands, whatever it is. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to, to be with you. And I certainly appreciate you taking me with you. So until next time, please be well. Please take good care. And we'll talk again soon. All right. See you later, guys.